All right, you guys, we have a very special guest right now. And, um, you know, the old saying, the show must go on. She had a little accident. She's in a cast. But she said, Dr. Bill, I would never cancel on you. And she is here in all her glory. And let me tell you a little bit about Bev. In an acting career that spans 45 years with over 207 appearances in films and television series alone, Beverly D'Angelo has received critics' choice accolades, industry nominations, an Emmy, Golden Globe, satellite awards in drama and theater, and a CMA award for her singing performance. Who knew? Also, the Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice nomination for Favorite actor Actress as Ellen Griswold in the Vacation films where she partners with Chevy Chase as Clark, who's the head of the Griswold family, a family whose adventures always seem to go awire but always have a happy ending. Most notably, Christmas Vacation is a film that over time has become part of so many of our family's holiday celebrations. And by now, the Griswold family is a touchstone of our very culture. We all seem to identify with these characters, seeing ourselves in them, feeling their failures, and laughing along with their successes as they strive for the perfect vacation. Let's see a quick little video clip. I saw some detour signs. I didn't see any. I saw them when you and Mom were trying to fold the map. Audrey, when they close the road, they put up big signs, like this one. Halfway Newton's hitting on mom. <laughs> it's all part of the act, Russ. seen him do anything like this. All right, let's give it up for Bev D'Angelo. <laughs> you have 207 movies. Um, we, she wants a little thing to put her foot up on. Can we organize that, Charlie? All right, and uh, Tyler, can you put up my questions, please? By the way, if you ever want to really experience, really want to understand what it's like for people in wheelchairs, I've never even broken a bone. 
And I got in this wheelchair because I'm supposed to keep off this foot. And it's ridiculous how I even did it. I'm not even going to tell you. But it's ironic that I wanted to be here to offer some guidance for everybody to, to find their own way. And I did this because I wasn't watching where I was going. Yeah. By the way, when I told Beverly about Leap, she actually asked me if she could come and be here with you guys. So let's give her a hand for that. So, Bev, at what point in your life did you decide you wanted to become an actor? Uh, it certainly wasn't my first choice. I was, I'd, I'd call myself a troubled teen, actually, even though I had like, you know, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. I had a really uh, stable family life, but there was just something in me. It was like a fire, and I didn't fit in uh, in that landscape. And so by the time I was 17, I, I didn't even have a formula. I just, I, I wanted to be an artist. That's as specific as I could get. I had studied art in Italy. I took my portfolio, got a job, my first job was working as an uh, at the Hanna-Barbera Cartoon Studios in Hollywood. That's how I came here. And then, um, you know, it was a wild kind of time in life. And I was just, my eyes were so wide open. I just was eating life. I just, I would try anything. I, I didn't even know what the word no meant because I think I'd heard it so much as a kid. It's like, yes, 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 oh, that, that, that. And then I was a singer and I, my singing career got kind of shortcut because of some pretty dramatic situations in my life. And uh, I joined a repertory company doing a musical, not really acting. But what was your first acting gig? The musical I was doing in Canada was taken to Broadway. It closed right away. And the world of films opened up to me. I did not aspire to be an actress. I didn't think that was the way that I would express myself, but that was the door that opened. And uh, I, my hand was held by some real geniuses in the film industry. Who So I, I learned how to act, uh, not in the theater, but um, I did study opera a little bit, which you know gave me like the concept of mixing emotions and expression with the words. But yeah, it was it was through film and that medium kind of made it. So then, up at that time, I was like twenty four. You, you, I think you said that when you were doing hair, you really felt like the director kind of took you under his. That's wing what I was talking about. Because I and, and really yeah. taught you how to act to the camera. Right. He did. So because that's a different kind of acting, and I don't I don't mean to make this all about acting. I don't know if people are aspiring to that in this in this room, but... Anybody okay, interested anybody in acting? Have interest? You yeah. got some? Well, um, my, my path as an actress hasn't really been, you know, the kind of path that's encouraged. Like, uh, people are encouraged to study, and I didn't, you know, it was um, uh, kind of instinctive, but I was led by people who recognized in me what I couldn't recognize in myself. And the reason that I wanted to be here, as soon as Bill explained to me that this is a mentorship kind of program, was that everything that I've done is because I've loved someone, including acting, because these great directors said, I see something in you, you can do this. Let me show you how. Here's an editing room. Here's the medium. Here's that. And so I was really nurtured, and it all along the way. And and I think that 
one of the reasons that my life has been so magical and that I've had these kind of great experiences where just even when things are awful, something great happens, it's because of my... Um, I guess I, I I couldn't avoid it. It's I guess it's in my nature, but it's also been a conscious choice, conscious choice to live my life authentically and to be my authentic self. And what does that mean? It's not just about acting. It's about understanding what you really want and what you really need. Because when you understand that, it 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 resonates. Yeah, let me tell you, know, you something really powerful. You get to choose who you want to be. Nobody else. Nobody else out there, your parents, your friends, there's nobody out there who can tell you who you are. You get that choice. And when you do what Bev is saying and you live authentically, that's your gift that you get. And when you are old enough to realize that you have that power, it's the most liberating thing. It really is. It really is. I mean, it's taken me a long time, but once I... Because I went through... I, I lost my best friend and, and a bunch of friends in a really short period of time, and I, I'd never felt regret in my life. And this happened fairly recently. This happened about six years ago. Never felt... I didn't... I was so... Uh, Lacking in regret that I would get this feeling that was kind of like anxiety, but it wasn't quite that, and I couldn't define it until I finally went, oh my gosh, because I was thinking about my professional life, and I was thinking about my uh, the things that I hadn't done and the opportunities that I didn't take, and thinking like, well, why did I shy away from that? Why did I move to Italy right uh, a month after I was in the biggest hit film in the States? Why did I not come back when I was nominated for an Emmy? Why did I kind of disregard that? And I realized that this feeling of regret was inappropriate. I investigated it, and I really thought about it, and I had a mentor. I had a guide who really, he walked me through it, you know, and I realized that my choices always valid for me because the things that I chose in life were the relationships and I lost all sense of regret because I saw very clearly that you know my career uh, professional things that I'd done were really offshoots of of the relationships that were nurtured on my behalf and that I nurtured so the things that didn't feel right to me, it was okay. And they didn't feel right to me because it didn't speak to me. Because I think that the the real success is based on this sense of fulfillment that you can have in knowing that you are doing what you're meant to do. And it, that has a lot to do with locating what you want to do. Totally. You know? Totally. And that's all on you. You get to yeah, choose. No pressure. You get to choose who you want to be. And I'll tell you something. When you actually believe that of yourself, it's the most empowering thing ever because nobody can take that from you. So let's go back. You're 17. You leave home. That was, you, that was a thousand years ago. You fit right 71. in, right? Right. You, did, you fit right in when you were 17. You felt like you were part of everything. And I came to right? California. 
When I came to California, I did because I was proactive, because I left somewhere. And so I was just, you know, it was like a little resonating thing. And yeah, I, I, I felt empowered. I wasn't afraid. I just wasn't afraid because I was making a choice. And every time that, that, that something great has happened in my life, it's because I've been proactive about something, even stuff that I failed at. You know, it's, it's about that feeling of proactiveness. It's about that feeling of like, okay, I want that. I'm going to audition for it. And that's going to be, you know, if I get it, I get it. But if I don't, it's okay because that moment I'm going to have an audience to see what I can do. And that's what I want. So you have this career, and it's growing, and it's growing, and you do the movie yeah, it's getting hair, out of control. And, 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 and in the early 80s, you kind of changed your life. You married a man, you moved to Italy, and you had like this cushy life of luxury that anybody would be really happy with, right? Yes. What happened? Well, I mean, on, on, on a material level, yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, I, I fell in love with a student at USC. I'm glad that the, the, you guys have flown in from all over the place, right? So if I mention another college, it's like, okay, nobody's going to go. Boo. We have a few Trojans here. Boo, boo. Um, so uh, he was a student at USC, and I really hadn't, uh, the films that I'd made hadn't come out yet. And he was a Duke. He wasn't uh, young, but he was a Duke. And I... Uh, like shifted my base to Italy but because I'd been in I was like sitting in a living room kind of set up a salon and uh, the phone rings and my friend said hey you're in the number one movie this weekend and it was vacation so I'm not even living in Hollywood when that happened but I did for a long time just do whatever was offered to me but I was based there and then I fell in love with somebody else I told you Everything I've done is because I love someone. And I moved to Ireland. But you said, I, I'm getting off track. You said... Um, yeah, I mean, how, a lot how, of people would say, from? you know, here you have this cushy life. You're married to Italian royalty. You could have anything in the world you wanted. And you were miserable. I... I didn't want... Um, that that I, I I and I I couldn't I mean like my inside voice is really loud to me I just can't ever get away from it and I just um, the materialism I kind of wish it would I wish that that materialistic thing would click in you know but it just never has and but, but I, that's I wanted okay. I wanted a good relationship uh, I wanted love I was in an environment where I was kind of treated like I think my mother-in-law thought I had like a dog act in Tijuana or something I don't think that she really got that you know an acting profession is a is a good one no one had even worked in that family for three generations I can't even describe it but that wasn't where I was at I wanted to express myself and I wanted the expression of myself to be met I wanted to to I, I, I can't live as a non-creative. That's just me. I can't. I can't translate it into... So, so how did you get back in the game? Well, that's only happened recently, but what do you mean? No. You left Italy. Oh, God. We're, Bill, my life is so long and so convoluted that that was one of the reasons I didn't even know what to say to you guys because I don't have a formula for success except, you know, to thine own self be true because I really do believe that that's the key of everything. But I continued to work always. Got a lot of accolades for, you know, 
coal miner's daughter all the way up to American History X and Entourage, and you know, I kept at it. But um, I, I had kids at a very late age. My kids. Well, in your late forties, yeah. she, she met I, Al Pacino I, from The Godfather. Yeah, I have. Um, and you had two kids with him. Uh, yeah, I have twenty-two-year-olds. So I live in this really weird kind of multi-generational metaverse. You know, thank God, because my my son's um, uh, a computer science major, and he's building. He has a little video game company. And my daughter's actually on her gap year, which if she's anything like me, she will be permanently. That's been going on for a while. Um, but uh, I really stepped back when I had my kids because I had them at a very late stage of the game. And three years after I had them, I, I didn't have them forever because I didn't, wanna, I didn't even want to have kids for a long time because I didn't want to do it on my own. I was raised, as I said, in a really intact family. I didn't get the idea of like, you know, single motherhood. I wanted to do it with somebody. So when I met Al and he said, you know, uh, I want to have, I want you to be the mother of my children. I was like, oh, okay. And, and you had a really long courtship with him, right? <laughs> anyway, so what happened was I called up, I called up Lorenzo. I say I'm in love. I think this is time we we we, we got to get a divorce. He goes divorce. Why? And I said, Well, he's you know I think he wants that too. And he said, well, Who is this person? Who is this actor who does not understand how perfect our relationship is? Who who is this? I said, Well, he's kind of famous. He went, who is he? And I said, uh, It's Al Pacino. And he goes, Oh, Al Pacino, my is fantastic. We divorce. So it's true. Absolutely true. So we, I, I divorced Lorenzo and I was just totally in. Again, everything I've done is because I love someone and I did all this stuff to give birth at age 49. And I'm bringing this... What, no, applaud modern science. Modern, modern medicine. Um, but... You said that had I, to have changed your career a little bit, being a mom it, at 49. It wasn't just my career. It was the fact that then I became a single mother, quote unquote. I really don't believe in that term, by the way, because, again, it's all about relationships. You know, you're, you're never really alone. And Al and I were co-parents and I had friends and people come in, you know, um, so you, you, I'm trying to, this is a really long way to answer that question, how did you get back in the game? Because it's relevant. Go uh, for it. Okay, I'm trying to get there, I'm trying to get there. So, um, so now I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm on my own. I'm not in the intact family that I grew up in in the Sunnybrook Farm in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, it was challenging. And the only way that I know how to love and nurture is really, honestly, 100% in. And as far as being a parent, for me, it was about being emotionally and physically available. Are the kids having at least one parent that's emotionally and physically available at all times? So when I was working, the kids would be with me. And he, he works a lot. He's one of our greatest artists. And I uh, accommodated the fact that I needed to be the, have this kind of presence for my kids. I, I needed that. I wanted to do that. So I started saying no to things, 
like big things, and then they then they stopped asking me. So I I was in Entourage, did some like little independent ones that were close by that I didn't have to leave for a long amount of time or that I could do when the kids were with their dad. But then um, in the summer of 2021, when it was my last beat with my daughter, who had had to have some surgery that we had been planning on for a long time. I'm up in Santa Barbara with her, and it's very quiet. I'm just waiting for, I'm taking care of her and waiting for her to wake up, and she was in a recovery process. And I felt it, I felt that thing that I felt when I was 14 years old, and it was like, <sighs> I gotta say something. I, 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 I gotta reach out, I gotta connect on a, room in, on a human level beyond just the people that I over-talk to. I want to be an artist. I, I, I want to translate my experience and my feelings to my skill set and my talent and get back there. And then all of a sudden, honestly, in the fall of 2021, it started to happen. And people that I'd known, you know, the, the producers, directors, other actors, brought me into things. And I worked a lot. I, I now have like, I'm in four films that are coming out in the next year and a half. Now, there's a strike right now. Oh, yeah. But, but you know why I took all that long way to get to this? I started with the idea of this regret that I felt when I had a lot of loss and, and trying to figure out my my way out of that and realized that that really I, I was alleviated from that regret by realizing that it's the relationships in my life that have made all the difference. What I'm talking about now when you said how did you get back in the game? I'm I'm not really like in the game. I'm not like I couldn't call up somebody and say, Hey, let's make a movie about Bill, you know, because I'm not in that position and now there's a strike too. But I'm there and it's it's, it's, it's happening. Um, again, there's a strike. But that's because I, I know I need that. And I know I want it. And the same way that if you make an appointment to go to lunch with somebody, say you make an appointment to go to, to lunch with somebody at 1 o'clock, and then somebody says, hey, can you come over at 10.30 and do this thing? It'll just take a few hours. You say no to that because... What's on your mind is that you want to meet that person at noon. And I think it works the same way with your heart's desire. That if you really, really locate that, and you really, really locate who you are, you know, your, your, your soul, your brain will kind of calibrate things so you don't miss the opportunity. You know, You'll see it. You'll find the people. We're going to do something I've never done before. Are you going to hypnotize me? No. Okay. <laughs> Better. I want to be hypnotized. <laughs> Uh, Luke Wells, come here a second. This is a young man. His dad is one of my best, best friends. I just watched Luke do something he never thought he was going to do. He was one of the lead actors in his school play, oh. and he was amazing. Give it up for Luke, you guys. <laughs> Luke, meet my friend Beverly. Have a seat here. How are you doing? Uh, good. Nice to meet you. I feel this man has the gift. I've seen him on stage. Oh, he's I, terrible. No. I want you to give him the best advice you can give him. And you ask Beverly any questions you need to right now because she has had a long and illustrious career in this. And I want you to actually just talk to Luke and give him advice for how to get started in acting. Okay. Let's hear it. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. 
Good, good, good. It's nice to meet you. Where are you from? Brentwood, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yes, ma'am. Did you fly all the way here? Yes, ma'am. Me and my buddy, he's somewhere in the crowd, Carson. There he is. We flew up here in the morning at like five. So, so did you have vision? See, I mean, I've had a few people tell me I could do it, but just like looking at it, it just seems like such a, a tough way to like make a living if you're not like excellent at it. If you, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if you. Well, you know what? There's, there's something. I remember when my kids were growing up and I met parents who had children that wanted to be an actor and I, and they'd say, well, what, what should I tell my kid? Like he's eight, he's nine. And I always said the same thing. The, the entertainment industry is, is really rough, you know, and it really does separate uh, out people who are, who want fame or who want to get something out of it. And it really comes down to desire that comes from you. So if you feel that need and desire within you, it, it, it's going to lead you. Do, you. do you want success? It's, uh, maybe, maybe it would help to define the terms of that success. Is what does success as an actor look like to you? Huh. Am I horrible? Good question. Tom Cruise. Right. Um, Tom Cruise. Uh, I don't know. I guess just popularity of film. I mean, I don't know. Just being around people. A lot of people say I look like Rafe Cameron. So, I mean, I, I get that a lot. So, I don't know. I guess just based off of, like, how well people know you in, like, the realm of it. Not as much, like, the financial success or, like, the connections you make, but popularity, I feel like, is a big factor in that. And, and what would the popularity be based on, in your vision? Like, like what I said, like... Like, like what you look like? No, no, just, like, the way people recognize you, I guess. Okay, well, then let's talk a little about the acting, because, you know, you can get popular doing a million things. Yeah, there are a million sense. ways to get popular. There are a million ways to get famous. You could have like a really, really calibrated Instagram or a YouTube channel or something. But let's talk a little bit about acting. How do you feel about acting? What's acting to you? Just portraying a character that's that you can do. Like I think of like Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg, like uh -huh. um, the Marcus Luttrell, the dude who was like actually in it. How uh -huh. like Mark Wahlberg made it feel like you were like in the moment, like with them uh -huh. on Operation Red Rings. I don't know. I just I feel like it's the way that you can like captivate an audience with the way that you demonstrate who you are. Well, have you taken any classes or anything like that? I did one time. How'd that go? Uh, I don't know. It was just it was different. It was a little weird for me. What was weird about it? I think it was just the way that they offered you to make expressions that I feel like just came naturally. It, I mean, I don't know. Not like naturally in a way of like. I'm good at it, but they were like, make a, like a surprise face, and everybody was like, <gasps> and I was like, well, I feel like that's just, I don't know, it was just the way that they yeah, asked yeah. me to do things, I was like, I feel like I don't need to have a, somebody tell me how to make a surprise face when you yeah. just like pretend that you're actually surprised. Yeah. You know, that makes sense at all. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> would, where would you, would you, would you like to see yourself getting started in theater or television or film or in some part of the country or how well i mean i haven't i haven't thought that far obviously but uh but just by the way i'm talking about it but um 
I don't know. I, I I was in the musical. I'm not a great singer, but somehow I got into. I ended up uh, with the role where I had what to sing. What was the for. musical? Uh, All shook up. Okay. So I I played Elvis. Dean. Yeah. You played Elvis. Elvis. So I was not Elvis. One of my buddies was. But uh, I was a guy named Dean. Oh, and you're from Tennessee, so that's yeah. I was, home state boy. Mm-hmm, I, yeah, I guess so. But um, but yeah, I, I don't really like musicals as much, just because it's more of like expressions and like putting on like a big show opposed to like I don't know just our it's kind of funny I was hoping I'd get to meet you at some point because it's a family tradition every single year at the Wells household that we watch Christmas vacation I know like like I know that's a common tradition yeah but um but just like the way that you just like portrayed your character it didn't seem like you were acting and like I like television in the way I kind of I mean to be honest you know as as I was kind of explaining i backed into it. It wasn't something that I sought out. It was more something that opened up. In some ways, it was like the line of least resistance for a troubled teen, well, troubled kid who was, you know, in kind of survival mode with opportunities and talent and and a need to express myself, you know? And I think that that's really what it comes down to, that if it's something that you need, if you need to, if you need to tell stories by embodying a character that a writer has written, and by using your imagination that's that's developed because of your own personal experience, you need to do that. Then you're an actor, and and, and you'll find your way because you just won't take no, you know. Yeah, that makes sense a lot. Yeah, a lot and you're deep. You are a deep kid. Uh, I'll take that as a compliment, the best I can. <laughs> right, a compliment. But um, I've I've always wondered for like you because I feel like I'm kind of in the same situation. I was in the same situation. Uh-huh. I feel like I don't know. Me and him talk about it a lot. Me and my buddy Carson about just like having a stable life and like Had doing what having a stable life. Yeah. Like um, I don't know. I wanted. How do you do it? Like I mean, yeah, but it's hard. But like. Well, I don't know, like construction, like management, for example, uh-huh. something that I really enjoy. I like being outside. I like working uh-huh. on things. And that's just like if you you can be good at it and you can have a stable life, and if you're great at it, it explodes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's very consistent. Well, like working acting. in construction? Yeah. Like, I mean, like just any any profession that is like yeah. you can work your way up. But I yeah. like acting is like if you're good at it, you go, and like you're great. And I feel like I've been kind of talking. Or sometimes it. not. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, I've, I've thought about that you a lot. You know, or sometimes not. I mean, again, it just comes down to, you know, what's in your heart and, like, really feeling it. And if you get lined up, I'm telling you, if you, Luke, if, if that's really in you, if that's your real heart's desire, you're not going to take no for an answer, and you'll find opportunities. You, yeah. They might be things you can't even imagine, but it, it has to do with really locating that, you know? Like, do you come from a background? Are there any actors in your family? Do you have friends that are actors or anything <laughs> like that? Uh, we're, we're big into the music industry. My, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, they're all musicians. My, my dad. So they're in show business then. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, my dad's the only, like, dentist. Like the only like the only person does something like normal, I guess. He's what? He's his a dentist. Dad's the only oh, your dad's, no, dad's dentist. the only dentist. But, so okay. Just, like, but so his family's in, in okay. Church. But so 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 people in your family are already in the uh, entertainment business. Yes. So for you, you're just going. Mm, I don't want to do that. I think I want to act. Is that is that because you don't want to? Well, we're not gonna lie. He can't sing. I'm not. Okay. I'm not a great singer, so I kind of stray away from that. Okay. Particular part. Yeah, okay. 
But I mean, but you want, but 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 you've got the. No, you've got the great. I don't know what I have, but I guess I have it based off of him. But I mean, I don't know. I I enjoy it. I enjoy being around it. I enjoy like portraying a character that's not me, but I can like make it me. Because the one thing, I mean, here's one thing I do. Again, I had a very unorthodox path myself, but um, you know, I have a, a a niece who became a same background, Columbus, Ohio, and she, my brother's kid, and she became a professional. Dancer at 16, an Irish dancer. She's in river dance and tours all around. And I've been saying to her for years, if you really want to act, you know, get out here. And the value of studying really is to um, help you find your community. So that can really help. You know, it can help you understand more about what you really want, what you really want, and, and, and see more about what you, you know, want to get out of it. Because studying, you know, going to acting classes that can at least, you got it right when you say, what is this thing about making surprise faces? It's, you know that that's baloney, right? But there are really good acting classes, and even if they aren't, acting teachers, acting coaches are kind of like guides for you to access your thing. And, uh, but studying can put you in the community. You know, of people who are, are are looking at the same things and trying to get it the same way. And if one person in your acting class gets a job, guess what? You know somebody in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Just connections, I feel like, is a big part of it. Relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Trying not to build screwy them. ones. And not ones that you manipulate to get, but real ones. Because if someone really knows you, look at Bill. He really knows you. He's all for your success as an actor because he knows you. Yeah, he's done a lot for us, and we're, our family is very grateful for him and all he does for the community. And Los I Angeles love Bill. He's the greatest. He's a good guy. He was. Mm-hmm. He's been there since day one all for right, me. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> hey, good luck. I'm not gonna waste y'all's time. Good. No, you didn't waste anything. Hey, hey good give luck. it up for Luke, good you luck. guys. Good luck. Thank you, Miss Beverly. So good to meet you. Good luck. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm telling you, I have seen this kid on stage, and he is really, really good. And I've seen a lot of kids on stage that were not, you know, that really weren't. And I really think this kid could do it. Did you have a question? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. It struck a nerve that connection really begins with artistry. Um, it's, it's vital. I mean, it, it's really, what's your first name again? Sophia. Okay, I don't want to cut you off, but I have so much to say about what you're saying. Keep yeah. going. Um, so uh, I think that's what I've been searching for. Uh, I did a lot of, you know, in drama school, I studied a lot of techniques. Um, uh-huh. and The skill set. The skill set. Yeah. But I think what I really found uh, 
to really touch my soul is traveling and you know learning different perspectives. Widening your library. Yeah, um, and you know being able to speak. Because I think when you become an actor, everything becomes a library. Yeah, everything. Characters, people, experiences. Yeah. You're 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 informing your emotions. You're yeah. widening your soul. You're learning languages. Yeah. That you can exp And I. You're learning more about. The, exactly. what it is to be human. Yeah, and I think more than f uh, my whole life, I haven't been searching fame. I've been searching for the human connection, which is the most important thing that I think that acting provides more than you know glamour and fame. I think it's about connecting human beings together uh, across the world, and whether that be through stage or film. So I'm 18, yeah. I'm a young actress, um, and I just created a song about human connection, so. Are you gonna sing it? Oh, do you want me to sing it right now? Well, sure. Yeah. Can you do it a cappella? Uh, yeah, I can a cappella it. <laughs> All right, let's okay, hear it. Okay, this is called All or Nothing. I'm a little nervous, so I might be a little, okay. Is there anything we can do to make you less nervous? <laughs> I don't know, I'll, I'll, I think. Take a breath, we're, here. We're, we're right here for you. Okay. Driving those hours, the radio's blasting my head. Thought of those words that you really said. I think I'm in love with you, my oh my. Museum paintings and picnics in front of the sun. Imagine this world would be much more fun. I love the idea of you and I. But it rained and it poured and I was ignored. The silence from your lips said enough. I was on this quest to find us again. But in time Sophia, yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I can't believe you're crying. You made me cry. Oh, Absolutely beautiful. And I love everything you said. I Thank love you. your spirit. That's it, honey. That's it. You're you're right there. You've 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 got it. And it, it will lead you, and it's gonna lead you where it leads you, but it's undeniable. And I love, just to go back a little bit, I love when you said that you recognized it's a type of service because an actor really is showing a writer what they've written. Putting themselves forth, accessing their imagination that's based on their unique experience in life, their talent, their skill set, to translate telling stories through behavior in time, whether it's on film or on a stage, that's what we do. And we do it because we need to connect that way. And you've voiced it 
your voice is absolutely beautiful, beautiful. and your courage is out of this world. Yeah. Because thank you for just not hesitating. Yeah, thank you Please. for sharing. Thank you, Sophia. You know, you can you can sit down and say, oh, you know, it's just acting. But entertainment is vital it's the to humanity. It's vital to humanity. It's always the artists that, are, if you read The Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire, uh, one and two, you you will you know what's what's highlighted again and again and again is that uh, it's the writers and the musicians and the artists that brought everybody out of the dark ages out of yeah. you know post the play. Yeah. It's always the artists who shine a spotlight on those inner recesses that we investigate because we must and illuminate for others to identify with, be guided by. I think that's why they call them stars. Because on boats, you know, you're out at sea when these sailors would be out at sea and they would guide themselves by the stars. And we have a we have a desire to look up for guidance. We have a desire to to to, to figure out where we're going with these lights in the sky. And in some ways, you know, I think that there's a lot of like if you call somebody a star, that doesn't necessarily mean they're a good actor. But it it belongs it belongs in the in, in the language of of entertainment because there are those people who, in exposing their humanity, filtered through a character, it speaks to yours and makes you larger. Even if it's just for a laugh, it, it, it lifts you. And it's vital. The arts are vital, absolutely vital. And it shouldn't be ever disregarded as anything less important than medicine. Absolutely. All right, Bev, big question. Or construction. <laughs> or construction. Yeah. Big for question, me. what's next? Well, right now we're striking. And it has very much to do with what Sophia was talking about, because Sophia, everything that she said and did really, and Luke too, you know, valid, validated the um, the need, the human need for the arts and the involvement. And so, what's going on with the writer strike right now and the actor strike right now is really um, a group of people saying this is a collaborative business, the entertainment industry. And there are a lot of people on the other side that are reaping big benefits financially from the work that that we all do willingly on very different levels of of economic success. But inside, it's really about expression and human connection and we can't we can't negate that we have to value it so what's, when you say what's next what's, for me i'm waiting for these movies to come out yeah what's what's happened is for those of you that, that aren't aware the the entertainment industry has changed radically you know when we were kids you had like three stations right you know television stations that's and, not the case anymore you have streaming and this and, so many and, different platforms and there's a lot of platforms that are raking in hundreds of millions, billions, billions of dollars, and they're not paying actors, and that's not okay. So the actors have been trying to negotiate. I'm a member of SAG as well, and, you know. She's so handsome. <laughs> no, because I'm like on Luke, TV. Wait, wait. <laughs> but, you know, but our union has been trying to negotiate and get us fair wages, and, you know, they're not paying us, and, and it's not fair. And well, so they they aren't paying, uh, uh, they aren't minimal. paying us. They aren't paying us in proportion to the wealth that they have access to, and in proportion to the the uh, uh, amount, the percentage of the pie 
um, in this collaborative world of, of entertainment. And it's a tough time. I mean, audiences are changing, tastes are changing, where the talent from is changing, where it's going is changing. But this co human connection is never gonna change. And what Screen Actors Guild is saying, okay, how do we work this out moving forward? There's a lot of stuff with AI going on. Writers have it worse financially in a lot of ways because they, they aren't getting the support to even be able to have jobs and kind of, it's it's a shift. I, that's kind of political and maybe going into an area that isn't as relevant, but it's about the human need and it's about connection and it's about relationships. And I don't mean the goofy ones that you hear about, right. I mean real ones. All right, last question. What is your secret? Oh, don't make it hard, what? Secret sauce. My secret Your secret sauce. Like, what is <laughs> Beverly's secret sauce? The thing that you really think has been at the crux of, of all of your success in life? Love? Yeah. Everything I've done is because I love someone. And that's led me, and I, when I say I, I mean me, this unique person. I always knew it. I always knew that there was something inside of me that was valid and that I had a way of saying things and a way of singing and a way of talking and a way of walking and a way of drawing that was important. And that came from, you know, I, 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 you want to say it's the way you're brought up, but it really wasn't. It really wasn't. It's just I somehow figured out how to evolved. locate that. The way you evolved. Yeah. All right, let's give it up for Beverly D'Angelo. I would love... Hey, thank you very much. All, all you thank guys. You thank you. Um, you guys can take a 10-minute uh, bio break. All of my coaches, come on out this way. Uh, Giorgio, Sebastian, Davina, um, come on this way too, please. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.